and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. Take one modern lady mixed with classic sensibilities and a keen eye on what's news. A fellow at the Independent Women's Forum and a reporter for the Daily Signal, Kelsey Bowler, exclusively at Kevin McCullough Radio. Tight race against Lauren Boebert. What's the meaning if uh, Lauren Boebert, the second most popular QAnon congressperson in MAGA, what if she goes, what if she loses? And what job will she have? Because I don't even think shooters exist anymore. I don't think shooters exist anymore. Well, I guess it might be a it might be a gain for 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 OnlyFans. Uh, I, I don't know what she would do in this scenario, but I think that for- that is that is uh, actual commentary that actually uh, went out on MSNBC, and when was asked, you know, what will what will um, the Congresswoman Boebert be able to do if she loses in this race? Uh, he's basically suggesting that she start her own strip channel on OnlyFans. This is this is how the left this is how the left thinks they can discuss people on the right. And I never ever hear people on the right do that to people on the left. You may that may make you mad that I say that, but I don't see that that never happens. N- not not in all of my years of covering punditry, I've never heard someone on the right uh be demeaning that way to the people on the left. There's been people that have said demeaning things. But this this is regular treatment, and it was uh, Joy Reid and her guest that were both kind of in on it because Joy Reid says, well, what about shooters? That's a strip club too, I guess. She's like shooting the, the finger guns with her. Anyway, uh, here to discuss, Kelsey Bowler uh, rejoins us, and uh, we'll, we'll also talk a little bit about uh, election night and what happened uh, as well. But, uh, Kelsey, your reaction to that first and foremost, uh, this is a regular uh, response from the left when they want to go after the right. Yeah, Kevin, we'll see what happens. But as of now, I just looked it up, and Lauren Bobart still does have her job in Congress. Uh, only ninety percent, ninety-eight percent of the votes are reported, so, and it's a very slim margin. So we'll see what happens. Um, but look, this special brand of misogyny is okay when it's uh, done by those on the left. Um, of course, if any conservative pundit made this remark, uh, they would be their mic would be cut off. Nobody would be laughing on their fellow panel, and they probably wouldn't be getting another booking anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but instead, you know, this is a total this is totally acceptable for the left. This is why, you know, I created uh, back in the day an entire podcast devoted to the hypocrisy of the feminist left. Uh, they are um, constantly degrading women, um, and they think these kinds of insults are okay so long as it comes from them. And we heard a very, we, we heard a remark that um, that actually rem- reminded me of this uh, just a couple of days ago from uh, one of the View hosts, Sunny, who compared Republican uh, white Republican women. Uh, two cockroaches. Right. I mean, how is this acceptable on ABC? You know, how is she not reprimanded? How is she not forced to apologize? None of them are because none of them are actually sorry. This is what they stand for. They don't actually stand for the ideas that they spout being pro-woman. 
you know, it's it's very superficial. They only support women when supporting women supports their political agenda. Yep, that's exactly right. And they have a lot of women that do that exact thing. Uh, in fact, I think that uh, the worst offenders in this category tend to be not not only women, but some, oftentimes tend to be women of minority status. And you're like, if anybody would understand um, oppression and unfairness and everything else, wouldn't it be black women? I mean, this is the kind of thing that it just does not seem to um, make sense to me. And yet this is the way that they go about it all the time. Before the election, you and I were talking about uh, the angry mama bears. And I know that a lot of my colleagues have been wringing their hands and uh, oh, we didn't we didn't win all of the seats that we wanted to win. And, you know, Trump had uh, nine losses. Well, he had 174 wins, but he had nine losses and some of them were big Oz and and uh, some others. But in general, what I think those mama bears were voting more on school board races and things that were really going to be much closer to home. How do you think that went uh, on Tuesday night? Yeah, Kevin, I'm still kind of. Uh, standing by for the breakdown of the election uh, analysis to figure out how exactly these um, different population groups voted. Um, I, I can't say I'm dis, I'm broadly discouraged because at the end of the day, Democrats are going to be held accountable in the in a way that they haven't these past two years. You know, yep. having control of the House of Representatives is it's no small thing. Yep. Um, absolutely. But, you know, I can tell you as a Loudoun County mom here in Virginia, uh, who very soon is going to be facing a decision about whether to send my children to public schools, it is discouraging on the local level. Uh, we had uh, an amazing candidate, Hung Kao, who uh, very <laughs> sadly lost um, his race. And, you know, he was such a good, moderate candidate. And, um, you know, I just have to think in my own community, if uh, you know, if my neighbors aren't recognizing what's actually happening inside these public schools and aren't willing to vote for a change, can I trust this community? Can I trust these institutions with my own children? And so this does, you know, this election, I guess, in, in that sense, did affect me very much personally. It makes me more inclined to take the Benedict option and, you know, go isolate in my own communities. But as a country, that that's not good. And I do hope that um, I, I do hope that these mama bears who have been very vocal over the past few years, starting in COVID and then into all the political correctness happening, happening in the schools, you know, I hope they don't back down because we need their voices. The changes are only just beginning, you know, even in Virginia, which we have a Republican governor right now, um, it's still an uphill battle. There's still so much. Um, that needs to be corrected, and so we need their voices and, they, and we need their involvement. Yeah, no, I think that that is uh, spot on, and um, I think that um, I, I'm going to be I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be interested in seeing what the breakdown was. Um, abortion did do better uh, than I thought it was going to do in terms of response, and a lot of the uh, life. Uh, planks that were voted on uh, went one way or the other. We're going to talk with Nicole Hunt from Focus on the Family in the next segment. Uh, but in at least five states, uh, the life issue was on the ballot, and voters tended to choose against it uh, in those five states. Uh, but I, I still think that you you had an enormous amount of, of 
uh, women that that drove the um, you know what will be the MAGA caucus in uh, Congress this year. They're going to have eighty members that are from the uh, from the Make America Great or America First perspective uh, that are going to be caucusing together. Uh, that's that's an enormous a number of people. Um, maybe the biggest uh, caucus that either party has in terms of just pure numbers. So there's, I think there's still uh, a lot of uh, reform yet to come. The nice thing is we've got a court system that is going to be more constitutionally oriented, and we've got uh, control of one of the houses of Congress with the possibility of still getting the Senate uh, as well. But anyway, having said that, Kelsey, thanks for all your analysis, and we'll check back again with you soon. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. You got it. All right, and go watch her gender identity documentary over at IWF.org. Uh, it is the authoritative uh, documentary on what is happening to your kids in the schools and in the courts today uh, when it comes to this gender identity crisis, and uh, go, go check that out for yourself, IWF.org. When we come back, Nicole Hunt from Focus on the Family talking about those states that uh, address that life issue and just what happened. <laughs> 